Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Lamedalad. We are up to Sif Dalad, which is the last line on page 118. And Amir Hashem will finish Lamedalad and will finish Lamed Hay tonight. So the Mechaber says in Sif Dalad, Lo yaniach shnei hazugos bekis echad. Like we started last night, if a person has tefillin of Rashi and tefillin of Abinu Tam, he should not place both pairs of tefillin in one bag. And the reason is, Because <coughs> like we learned in the beginning of the Sinan, that Rashi Tfilin according to Rabbeinu Tam is puzzle, and Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin according to Rashi is puzzle, so one of them is Chol, and you can't put a Chol big thing in a Tfilin bag. Rather, you should put it each in two separate bags and make a sign on each bag. So you shouldn't accidentally switch which bag your Rashi Tzvon are going in and your Rabbeinu Tam Tzvon are going in. So let's see the Mishabur and Tzivkotan Yudches. On that which the Mechaber said, Lo Yaniach, don't place both pairs in one bag. The Mishaburu is coming to explain that it's not a general rule that you can't put both fill in one bag. It's specifically talking about where you designated a bag first for your Rashi tefillin. Then you shouldn't put your Rabbeinu Tam tefillin and vice versa. But if you designated a bag for all your tefillin, so it's fine. It's only a problem if you designated for one, you can't put the other one in. Now we saw in the Bir Allah an additional qualification for this Isser. And that is in the Ramaska Lo Yaniach, at the, bar, the second to last one. He says, I am a Mishaburah, who may I mug in Avram? Vain lo kamon, besim men beis of Gimel, the Chodinayam Shayach Lakan. Venirida filu masias akis hoya al das echod. Even if the making of the bag had in mind only one of the sets of Twilin, im kodem sheniach la pam ha echod, okar beferish has manosu harish on the Mahani. If before you actually use the bag to put in those tefillin that you wanted to use in that bag, you change your mind, that would be okay. The making of the bag, even though you have in mind to use it for one of the sets of tefillin, that's not a maisa. That's considered only a, a dibur. And therefore, asi dibur, mavato dibur, and it's not a problem. So in order to have this isr that the machaber is talking about, not putting both pairs of tefillin in the same bag, you need number one what the Mishabura says that you made the bag having in mind only one of the sets, and like the Berlocha adds on, and you used it for that set. Because as Manolav Milsi, you actually designated it, and you used it one time for your Rashi Tefillin, now you can't put your Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin in it. The Mishabura says, Vaiter and Sifkoton Yud Tes. Really, we should see the next Berlocha, which is a, a, a bigger qualification. So not only does it have to be that you that you designated it for one of the sets, and you actually used it for that set, if you look at the next Berlocha, Shteha Zugos, it has to be that when you use, let's say you designated this bag for your Rashi Tefillin, and you put your Rashi Tefillin in there, but it has to be that you put your Rashi Tefillin in without the boxes, that you put loose Rashi Tefillin in there. And even if it is in, in, the, in the container, it was in the boxes, but sometimes you put it in loose. It has to be that at one point you use this bag for your Rashi Tfilin when they were loose. And it was the first container, the first guardian of the Tfilin. But if it was your Tfilin Rashi in the boxes, in the bag, so then we'll see that's not going to be a problem either. Right? Only if the bag was used with the tefillin without the container around it, then it gets its niskadesh through the, the use of the tefillin. 
But if you put your tefillin always in the boxes, into the bag, then it's only a tashmish, a tashmish, because the kedushin is the tefillin, so the box that the tefillin is in is a tashmish kedusha, and the bag that the boxes that have the tefillin are in is tashmish the tashmish, and that's further removed, and that does not have kedusha, and in that case you would be allowed to put the other tefillin in. And this is going to be, it's only going to be mutter if the box that covers the tefillin also covers the titoro, which is the bottom, and the mavarta, the side where the, where the straps go through. That's also part of the gufa kedusha. So basically, our tefillin boxes, now there are some old timers that they, they don't really have tefillin boxes, they just have something they put over the top, and then they wrap the tefillin on, on the actual bias. So that's all they use. So then, in fact, that's considered the the bag being this skadish as a tashmish de kedusha of that tefillin. You wouldn't be able to wear the other pair. But the way we normally have our tefillin in the boxes, and it's fully in the box, the the ma'avarta, the titora, the bias, everything is inside. So then, l'chore, this whole din wouldn't apply if you always use your tefillin bag for the boxes with the tefillin inside of them. You would this whole din is not no gay. You would be allowed to switch it because that's only tashmish to tashmish, which is not get kedusha. So that's three qualifications that we have over here in understanding the Mechaber's din of lo yaniyah shnei hazugos bekis echad. Number one, it has to be that it was designated for one of the pairs of tefillin. Number two, it was used for that pair of tefillin. And number three, it has to be have used a little bit at least for the tefillin without the boxes. Then it's discovered for Rashi tefillin and you can't use it for Rabbeinu Tam. We're going to get to that soon. I, I think we'll get to Mavina Mitzvah soon. Um, so let's see the Mishabura Vaita now in Sefkotan Yutas. We said, don't put both pairs of tefillin bekis echad, shel tefillin. Don't put them both in one tefillin bag, kidemesayim, like the Mechaber finishes off. Aval betika talis muter laniach shnehem. But if you're just putting it in your talis bag, you can put all your tefillin in your talis bag. Afiluhem below tik. Even if they're without containers, you can put all your Rashi or Benutam tefillin loose inside of your talis bag. Because your talis bag is designated also for chol, which is your talis. Now, even though talis has a mitzvah on it, but klapi tefillin is considered chol, and therefore, your talis bag, which is for your talis, you could use it for all your tefillin also. The only issue, again, is if it was designated specifically and used already for one of the sets of tefillin. So the Mishabura says, Vaiter, as we turn to page Samech, we said, don't put both pairs of tefillin bekis echad. One of them is chol. It's not correct. And it's asr lanichol bekis tefillin. You can't put it in your tefillin bag. So the Mishabura says in the beginning of page Samech, Umemela do asr lahaklav akisim. Memela, according to this, since one of them is, is tefillin and one of them is not really tefillin, you would not be allowed to switch the bags from the Rashi to Rabbeinu Tam. The kol shekein habatim v'haretsuos v'haparshios. Certainly you wouldn't be able to change the straps from a Rashi pair to a Rabbeinu Tam pair or the Parshios or the, the Batim, anything. You can't, if you can't change the bag, you certainly can't change the thing that's closer to the Kedusha, the actual Kedusha itself. If you can't change the Tashmish to Kedusha from one to the other, certainly you can't change the Kedusha itself from one to the other. The Imlohi Nicham Adam Olam all of the shame mitzvah tefillin, but if you have the tefillin 
the batim or the ritzuos of the parshios that no one ever wore them l'shein and mitzvah tefillin, then yuchal lachlif, and then you you can't switch them. So if it was just designated for your Rashi pill, let's say your parshios, and now you want to switch it to a, to a, to a Benu Tam, just switch them around, you would be allowed to do that because since it was not worn, you are allowed to switch it. Note 28 explains very nicely. As we said, the main simon about this is later on, simon membeiz. As the Shulchan Aruch explains over there, So long that you do not wear the tefillin, it's only considered a preparation alone. We hold like Rav and Sanhedrin who says, and therefore you would be allowed, if it was only designated for one set, you would be allowed to switch the Ritzuos, the Batim, the Parshios to the other set. But to switch it to a real Dvarchol, that's going to be forbidden. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but we learned this earlier in the Chosfilin, that even though we hold in general that that's to go from a higher level Kedusha to a lower level Kedusha. But to go to something that's totally Choldik, there we hold that Hazmona is Milsahi, and in that case, if it was designated one of these things for either sets of tefillin, you could switch it to the other set if it was not yet worn, but you could not switch it to a Dvar Chol, that would be Aser. Says the Mishra Ravaiter in the third line, And if a person had put these tefillin on even one time, l'shem the mitzvah tefillin, and the parshios were set up like one of the halachos, either like Rashi or like Rabbeinu Tam, Rabbeinu Tam or Rashi, once it's worn one time, you cannot switch the parshios around, you can't switch it to Rabbeinu Tam. And even if you stipulated, you made a condition from the very beginning that you're going to switch it around, if you so choose, it doesn't help. Because when it comes to the Ikya Kedusha, a Tznai doesn't help to go from Kodesh Lechol. And note 29, he explains, Kemo Shabir Bebir Alokha Lekamon, like the Bir Alokha will explain in Sinem Membeis, Sheh the Kedusha Atzma, again we're talking about here, about the Batim, the Parshios, the Ritzuos, which is the Kedusha Atzma, Lo Mowil Tznai Lishtamish Bola Tzorachol. There it does not help even a Tznai to then go use it with Avrachol. And since we are in doubt whether the proper way to go is like Rashi or Benutam, and therefore Einat Naimowil. Continues the Mishabura in the sixth, sixth line, the last word. The Primagodim writes, The Imotzo Ritsuos, you found straps. You don't know what tefillin they came from. You know the tefillin straps, but you don't know. If they came from a tefillin of Rashi or Rabbeinu Tam, so you can use them for tefillin of Rashi for two reasons. Why? Number one, most of the world wears Rashi and therefore the rove tells us that they were used for Rashi, so you can use it for Rashi. And number two, we also hold that Rashi is the Iker, the whole concern to switch it is that maybe the initial one was the right one, you're switching it to the wrong one. But even if it was Rabbeinu Tam and you're switching it to Rashi, so besides that, chances are that it was Rashi Mitchila, but even on the side that it was Rabbeinu Tam, we hold Adin that Rashi is the right way, so you've been Malam B'Kedusha, you're not being Moridin, you're raising it B'Kedusha, because even if it was Rabbeinu Tam, now you're making it Rashi, and therefore you're okay either way. Then he writes, If you pick up at the Berhetev, right on top of us, 
the fourth to last line, the last word, he writes, Ritsuo Shenimtsu. If you find straps, Ve'enam Yodim, Hemshel Rashi, Olshu Benutam, and you're unsure if they came from a pair of tefillin that was like Rashi or Benutam, he says, Imba Oso Mokum, the Hogam Laniach, Shnei Zugos. If the place where you found them is a place where it's customary to wear both sets, Rashi and Abinutam, you can use it for whatever you want. But if, you're, if it's found in a place where most people only wear Rashi, then Yanichem Bishal Rashi. And in the Bir Halacha, right across from where we are, he just says, I left off this that the Berhetev that brings down from the Yadal Yoho, Rashi. Because this nowadays, most people are only wearing Rashi, so I, says the Chavetz Chaim, in the Mishavura, only spoke about that side. That if you're in a place where most people wear Rashi, you have to assume they're from Rashi. He leaves off the other side of the Berhet that brings the Shein, the Adel Yo, that if it's a place where the most people are wearing both, then you could use it for either one. Correct. So Shalom is asking a great question. The first line of the Mishnah points out that besides that it's usher to switch the bears one from the other, it's certainly going to be usher to switch the batim and the ritzuos and the parshios from Rashi or Rabinotam to Rashi. It's certainly going to be usher. And then we just brought down from the Primagodim that if you find ritzuos, and you don't know if they're Rashi or Benutam, so you could wear them for Rashi Tfilin, because number one, most people are wearing Rashi, and number two, that we hold Be'ikir like Rashi, and it's Malam Bakodesh. I, I think the answer is just because you have the t- two things combined. In other words, it, it's not just time that you could switch it, it, it's because it's a suffix, and you have a Chazaka that most people wear Rashi, so you, and additionally, you add that even if it's Rabbeinu Tam, so you're upping it. Uh, above, we're saying, we're not getting involved with the fact that Rashi is the preference. We're going to go that way now in the Mishra Vaita. But in the beginning, we were just saying, we, we have a suffix, what's right, Rashi or Rabbeinu Tam. Therefore, you can't switch from one to the other. But now we're going, as you're going to see clearly, we're switching gears. We're going with the Shitas that are going with the fact that nowadays, most people wear Rashi. Once you come on to that, and you say most people wear Rashi, so then you can factor in that you're upping it even if it was Rabbeinu Tam going up to Rashi. So then, in the case, if you find it as opposed to Stam, if you have Rashi, yeah, correct, correct, which is going to get to that in the next line, your case. Right. So so far, yes, but now look at the next line. V'yeish menachronim shemekil yoser, but here he writes, V'yeish menachronim, there are some menachronim that are even more mekil, Dilididon de Sovrim de Rashi Iker Vakanal. That for us that we hold the Rashi Tvilan of the Iker, Yucha Lahachlif Velito Ritsua Misha Benutam La Rashi Kishainlo Acheris. So they, there are Achronim that say exactly this point. Again, we're shifting. In the beginning of the Sif, we we're going to feed the Shittas that held Rashi Benutam. It's a total suffix, and therefore you can't switch either way. But now we see already the Mishabura brings down that there are those Achronim that are more lenient, and they say even a case, not where you found them, but even a case where you know the straps are coming from the Benutam, you would be allowed to switch them to Rashi if you have no other Ritzuos, because we hold that Rashi is the Iker Shita. Aval Mishal Rashi lo Benutam But for sure it will be us or always to switch it from Rashi to Rabbeinu Tam, again, because we hold that Rashi is the Iker. 
Here's we get to what you were discussing, Elio. And if you accidentally take out your tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam first, and we learned yesterday that you put on the Rashi's first, and Rabbeinu Tam after davening, but if you accidentally pull out the Rabbeinu Tams, you should pass over them, you should leave them, and take the Rashi's anyway, because like we've been saying, that Rashi is the Iker Shita, and therefore we would not apply over here the cloud of Ein Mavir Ala Mitzvos, because Nick, the way we hold, the Rabbeinu Tam is not a mitzvah. Rashi is the Iker Mitzvah, and therefore it wouldn't be a chisaron of Ein Mavir Ala Mitzvah to pass over the Rabbeinu Tam and go to the Rashi Tzilin. But then he ends off and says, But Lamaisa, even so, even though Mikra didn't you could do that, it's certainly better to be careful not to be passing on the Rabbeinu Tam, because Lamaisa, there are shitas, there is Rabbeinu Tam shita, that that is the Iker Tzilin. But you are allowed to, but better to avoid such a scenario. And then the Mishnah Berurah ends off and says, This we saw brought down a few times already, that al one should not wear tefillin of Rebbeinu Tam. And in note 31 he points out, The Prima Gadam writes, Mishim Like we mentioned a few weeks ago, the Zohar speaks out very strongly not to wear tefillin on Chalom Oed. And even though some people wear it's enough to go against the Zohar and just put on the Iker film, which are the Rashi ones, not to go further and also put on the Rebbeinu Tam to go against the Zohar in an additional way, which is not the Iker Halacha. And furthermore, really it's a Sveik Sveika. Shem Halacha Kirashi, and you have no reason to ever put on Rebbeinu Tam. The Avim Halacha Rebbeinu Tam, and even if the Halacha is like Rebbeinu Tam, maybe there's no reason to put on Tzvon on Chalamoy, that's Tzvon Bachlokas, and therefore the Minog is not to wear Tzvon Rebbeinu Tam on Chalamoy at all. And the Mishavura ends off and says, Ubitishavav Lamincha Yanichem Harotzev. And Tishrav at Mincha, when we put on our tefillin, so if you want, you could put on your tefillin of Abinu Tam also. That wouldn't be a problem. Vaiter in the Mechaber, Simen Lamed Hei, Din Minyan Hashitin. This is the Simen about the lines that should be in the Parshios of the Shalyad and the Shalrosh. And the Mechaber says, Nogu b'minyan Hashitin, Lichto b'Shalyad Shiva Shitin, B'chol Parsha. So the Minog is to write on the tefillin Shalyad seven lines in each Parsha. And on the Shorosh to write four lines. That's the middle, seven on the Shalyad, four on the Shorosh, meaning the, the Parshios, seven lines on the Shalyad, four lines each Parshion on the Shorosh. But that is, if you change it, it does not pass the Tzvillin. Says the Mishaburis, if Katan Aleph Nogu Alpia Kabbalah Biara Sofrim Ishmi Piish. This is a Minog Alpi Kabbalah from Sofer to Sofer. You got this Kabbalah? No? It's part of the lessons. He took Safras. So that is the Kabbalah, Ishmi Pi'ish, of the Sofrim, to have this Minog. The Minyan HaShitin, Sevkotan Beis. The Chen Yesh Kabbalah, Biyodon, 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 Roshi, Hashuros, Bishayad, Bisharosh. There's also a Kabbalah amongst the Sofrim, what word you should start each line with. Besides the amount of lines, but what word should be at the beginning of each line. But nowadays the Sofrim are not medactic to start off each line with that exact word. And they change it up based on how it comes out. But one who wants to be careful to have the right word, which is the proper minog, starting each line, lo yimshoch osios o yikatzer harbe kedei lechavin rashi ashitos. 
don't extend your letters or abbreviate your letters too much. In other words, if you, could, if you want to do it a little bit, you can, as we learned, and the notes point out, we learned earlier that the letter base, for example, which sticks out, you could extend and make it longer. The letter race, you could just extend the top and make it longer. There are certain letters that you could make a little bit longer. So on those you can to try to get it to have the right word starting each line, but not to do it too much and not to be makatsa the letter too short where you're risking it not looking like the letter properly. Ki it's not nice to the tefillin, ava ma'at rashai, but a little bit you are allowed to do. If you look at note number one, he points out that even though the Mishaburu said that nowadays are so from Anamadaptic to start each line with the exact word that the Minog is, Mikomakom Kosava Kesas Asofer, the Kesas Asofer brings down, Shiyeshli Zar Ma'od Lasos Ashuro Shavos. You want to try to make the lines equal, Shilotia Achas Nechneses Achas Yoses. We had a whole sin on this earlier, we don't want to have jagged lines, a line going in, a line going out. Even one letter shouldn't be going out from the line. That was a question on the test. You don't even want to have one letter going out from the line. That would be a chisar and zekelev anveu. So even though they're not makbid, the sofrim nowadays on the minub of having the exact word starting each exact line, but we should be makbid that it should be straight and it shouldn't be even one letter sticking out of place because that would be a chisar and zekelev anveu and having beautiful parshios. The Mishabura says right there, in Sith Gimel, Avram, did you, want, did you want to add something? No, I just said that they give you a book. They give you a book of everything, how you write it, and you want to copy it. Oh, okay. Maybe we need to give you other Pashios. Yeah. Right, that's how we don't anyway. You're supposed to, if you're a beginner, for sure, you're copying it over, right? In Sith Katan Gimel, the Mishabura is going on that which the Mishabura said, Vim Shino Lo Pasal. If you switch it up, even though the minog is that the shayat, each parsha should be seven lines, and the shayrosha should be four lines, if you switch it up, it doesn't passel. And the Mishabura says, Bein bishayat, bein bishorosh. In note number three, he brings down the raya from the rush, why we know it's not passel. Look at note number three. Kemoshu chiyach harosh. Mimash ha'amr b'gemar, the gemar menachos says, Shemish ha'ein lo tefillin shayat, a person who does not have tefillin shayat, v'yesh lo shtei tefillin shayrosh, he has two shayroshes, he has no shayat, what should he do? Mechafe or al-achas mehen, he should cover with a piece of leather on one of them, u'menicha ayodon, he should put it on his arm as a shayat. You see from there, the minyan ha'shitim is not ma'akiv, because you have two shayroshes, which means, you have them written with uh, four rows in each parsha, and all you're doing to switch it into a shayat is, is instead of having four batim on the outside, you don't want that to be nicker on the outside. So you cover it with one piece of leather to make it one bias, and it's kosher. I the lines were written for the shorosh, not for the shayat. It's the wrong amount of lines. So to rush, you see from there that it's not ma'akiv to have the right amount of lines. Otherwise, we would have said, make sure you change the parshios. But we don't give any akpada on that. However, the shorosh parshios are written. You can use it okay for the tefillin shayat as long as you cover the bias, have one piece of leather instead of four, <coughs> instead of four batim, one bias. The mishabura says weiter. If you only have for the shayad a cloth that is very short but very wide, she'ain yachal lichtov olav sheva shitin, it's going to be very hard to write seven lines because you have a very short cloth but it goes very wide. In lo she'yichtok sivadakam od, you have two choices. Either you can write less lines or you're going to have to write very narrow writing, very skinny writing in order to squeeze it into those, to those lines. So, says the Mishabura, it is better to change from the number of lines and not to write with a different type of print. 
It is the beautification of the Mitzvah Tefillin to write with a little bit of thicker letters, not to make it too thin. And therefore, like we're saying over here, if you have a choice of changing the minig of how many lines you have in order to write it a little thicker with it's more beautiful, so it's better to make it more beautiful as a Caleb Aveu when writing thicker letters than to squish it all into that amount of lines where you don't really have, have room for and the reason for that is so it shouldn't easily erase if it gets scraped out if you have a thicker letter so the letter will remain kosher even if a little bit uh, wears out and in truth we see with our senses that it, with the very narrow writing, the skinny writing that the sofrim are, are knowing to write nowadays, sometimes in our great averos, matui kama ve kama kilkulim, we find many problems. Even in their initial ksiva, from the very beginning, if they're writing it too skinny, we see problems. They're not written properly because it's so skinny. And most of them are missing the different tagim, as we'll get to tomorrow, the different crowns that are on top of those letters, Shatnei's gates, which is Medina the Gemara. And so even B'dyevit, it has to have that, otherwise it's going to be possible even B'dyevit. And therefore, if you're writing it so skinny and so small that you're going to mess up on the tagim, and that's going to be a serious problem. And one who guards his soul should not buy such parshios and put it in his tefillin. Unless he checks it out before very, very carefully. And to know exactly who wrote his parshios. Because many times when you have these narrowly written uh, parshios, they're written by little children. They don't know any of the halachas of Sivastam. So besides the fact that narrow writing you have a problem with the, with the letters, they're too narrow, it's not Zekeli Van Veyu, it's likely it will get rubbed out, but very likely it was also messing up on the Tagim, which is a problem according to some of the Yevid, and also you don't know who wrote it many times, inexperienced Sofrim or young children are writing them, which we, the Mishabura gave us a whole Muslim Shmuz, uh, a bunch of simanim ago, how not to get fill-in from a young child that's writing it. If he's done the bar mitzvah, he doesn't do lishma and a totally puzzle. And therefore, he recommends not buying parshios that are written very narrow. And therefore, in the case that he starts off with, that if you have a shalyad that's very narrow and very long, and you can't fit seven lines in, don't squeeze the seven lines in. So write it, uh, you know, less lines but more berevach, and, and and make sure that it's done properly. That is the end of simen lamed hey. We could start Simon Lamed Vav, but uh, we'll, we'll start Simon Lamed Vav because we have a few extra minutes. But uh, starting tomorrow, we'll do Simon Lamed Vav. And Amit Hashem, as we complete Simon Lamed Vav, we get into Mishnah Sofrim, which goes, which we're going to go through. Amit Hashem, it's going to take us seven days to go through all the surah of all the letters, the way they're written in the Tefillah and the Sefer Torah. That's at the end of Simon Lamed Vav. It's only going to be seven days, so don't get scared away. We'll start on Sunday. Meanwhile, we have, uh, what's today, Tuesday? We still have two more Shirim. Before we get to that, but it's also touching on the same topic. After that, we will uh, come back to other inyanim of tefillin. Let's just start halacha aleph. Diktuk sivasan to be careful on the writing of the tefillin. Tzarech ledakte saosios. One must be very careful on his writing of the letters. Shalotishtane tsuras shum achas mehen that he shouldn't change the form of any of the letters. Velotid melacheres and no letter should look like another letter. 
you should write with complete letters, with wholesome letters, like it's brought down in the tour and other poskim. And that's known by the Sofram how to write it. However, if you change from the Tzura of the Ksav, it doesn't passel it. Now that line has to be understood, we'll see in the Mishabura, because that seems to be against what we just said. We said, don't change the Tzura of the Os, and then we end up when we say, if you change the Tzura of the Ksav, it doesn't passel. So we'll see exactly what that means when we go through the Mishaburas of this and Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.